Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Matt and Matt and Matt Podcast. Podcast. It's the James Bondy podcast. It's the James Bondy podcast. It's the James Bondy podcast. I don't mind stealing rocks from the hands of Mola Ram. <laughs> and I'm going hungry. We, we can't pick this up. <laughs> I'm going hungry. We're here to talk about Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Dog. No, no, man. I'm pretty man. sure. What? You've got the wrong movie. What? Come on. And I already did that joke when you came in. Yeah. And but what did I they say? They didn't hear it. Yeah, I said save those pearls for the pod. <laughs> we'll spare no joke. This is Indiana Jonesing. I'm Matt Gorley. I'm Amira. I'm Paul Rust. And just like uh, Temple of Doom was some leftover, in the best way, set pieces from Raiders of the Lost uh, Ark, they said, save oh, those yes. pearls for a sequel. We said to you... Save that pearl of a joke. Yeah. And we'll use the temple. I think uh, the results were similar. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mixed at best. Uh, The the most controversial Indiana Jones movie until Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Would you guys agree? I would say that a lot of people agreed on the Crystal Skull situation. I just mean, yeah, not controversial. Maybe uh, you're right. Maybe this, this was this, this was the, the bastard child yes. of the franchise until Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came along and made this thing yeah. look like the Golden Boy. It, it's like, hold my beer. Yes, <laughs> but I will tell you, I always have and always will be a fan of this movie. It's problematic. It's not perfect, but like Return of the Jedi, it exists in a way that I cannot watch it critically. I only watch it with my child brain mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it had been, it had been so long since I've s- sat through the movie. <gasps> really? Front, front to back. Through. Front yeah, to back. I'm saying through? that. What kind of oh, language wow. is that? That's a little teaser. Oh <laughs> well, it, it had not been a long time since I pleasurably uh, <laughs> experienced the bliss of watching this movie. I, uh, there's part of it where I was like, just like I kept looking around and I was alone watching it. My wife had like was in her office doing something, and I was like, "No one else. This is gross." <laughs> <laughs> like to myself, you were doing like gym office like, side the, takes yeah. to yeah. the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's my whole character. Just, <laughs> well, it's good. What, any anything you remember that being a particular like side eye look to the. I dog? mean, it was it was really everything at the palace that yeah. just like killed me inside. 
and outside. I get it. There's and you know, there's this one really beggars belief when you get to the mine chase and things <laughs> what like I that. What I love about it is like the the depiction of uh of 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 the Indian people. Uh, you think now, oh, that's kind of offensive. Uh, you know, it's a caricature of them. A uh, different time in the uh in the early 80s. And then you read about it and you realize that India was like, this is offensive. You can't shoot here. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So they shot in Sri Lanka. So it always was a little like. And you would like to end this with the British army saving the day with its colonial troops. I see. Obviously. Yes. Yeah, Matt, you point out something which is like, yeah, anytime uh, uh, somebody goes like, oh, you know what? It was a different time and people didn't think about those things. I'm like, I assure you, there were plenty of people. Did you ask the actual people? Yes. Yes. At the time who thought, oh, this is some uh, effed up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Paul? I love it. (laughs) Now, not to say I love it because of its uh, problematic stuff. It's like, and I don't even know how you say uh you can't go all problematic stuff aside i love it i know you can't break it off as cleanly as that it is a a a sort of thing of like uh oh temple of doom was the first indiana jones movie i saw so uh right uh, yeah of course yeah i never forget your first yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and it was built for you know the age i was when i saw it which is Five, six. <laughs> so any any nightmares or like were you scared by it at all? Because this is the the horror indie. Uh, that's true. Uh, we rented it, I think, for Christmas morning, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Eve into Christmas morning, or something oh like my that. God. We had it night in the morning, and I woke up in the morning hearing my dad talking about it with my older sister, both huge Indiana Jones fans. I think. My sister had seen it in the theater uh-huh. and my dad had uh, watched it, some of it on video last night. And the prep I heard. Now, I didn't even know any Indiana Jones existed. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm just picturing five-year-old Paul Russ kind of like standing outside the kitchen door. Hearing <laughs> this. It's warming my heart. It's warmer than when that guy's heart bursts on fire. Well, just so you know, I was wearing a little New York Yankees cap. Too. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, but so I was... Uh, overhearing their buzz, which was like, that was some pretty, like they were talking about how crazy it is yeah. and how like crazy is in, um, I guess what they were basically saying is like how visceral it was. Yeah. And then we went downstairs into the basement to all watch it as a family. <gasps> and this is amazing. The main thing I remember is the, uh, hand going in the chest and pulling out the heart. And I would that say would stick with you that plus same basement, watching Superman three at the end when the lady got turned into a robot. Sure. Those were the two big, I watched them and I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, they were, they were your Halloween, Matt Morley. Did you, did you get any nightmares from them or anything like that? No, it was probably one of those things of, uh, uh, the only when Bruce Wayne sees a big bat in a cave and he wants sure, to dress up as Batman, you. I was like, yeah. I love horror stuff now. Same, Give yeah. me more. I want to watch all of it. Only and- movie I ever had nightmares from uh, was Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey <laughs> because of the Grim Reaper, or the, the robot usses. Oh yeah, the, oh, the, yeah. the evil robot usses, and more so, I found terrifying was the good robot usses. Oh, because those are the ones that were made in the parking lot that didn't yeah. that would like. They were not the Uncanny Valley. They were just like robot versions of Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. like, oh those are terrifying. It's the same thing as yeah. the Superman 3. Lady. Yeah, yeah, that's this was. weird Uncanny Valley yes, for transformation sure. thing that like 
yeah. messes up kids. What's your origin story with Temple of Doom, Matt? Yeah. Temple of Doom was first seen thanks to Columbia House. <gasps> oh, so you did Columbia Video? Yeah. Bold. F- Bold. We. Yeah. My mother did it. Whoa. I was very fond wow, of her doing that. So that. exciting. Getting any kind of male period is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. a videotape? Yeah. And they did get a, oh. And it was always the fun of like, are we going to keep it this month? You know, so, yeah. it, you know, you'd open it up and it'd be like, this one was Temple of Doom. And it's like, oh, this is this a keeper. Yes. This is Which, a keeper. as in retrospect, yeah, obvious that we'd keep it. But when I was watching it as a child, it was touch and go. Really? Because mm. it was so gross. Mm. Gross Again, or scary? Like what? Gross. So you were grossed out I'm by grossed it. out by the, the dinner scene. Yeah. And it's still, still to this day. Because I'm like, like it, yeah. this is like, you, know, you think this is gross? Just wait a second. Check that out. That's yeah. pretty gross, right? Uh, hang, on, <laughs> hang on. Watch this. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. just like builds. The yes. ladder. And it does. It, it yeah. builds like in the way that it's supposed to build. Yeah. But it's just like, even in my adult brain, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. There's, this movie is ridiculous. I find it wonderfully ridiculous. Oh, but my it God. Is, like it my is, fav- especially on the heels of Raiders. My favorite genre of food outside of the food I grew up with, which was mostly like Italian, mm-hmm. Spanish. My favorite food is Indian food. Oh. I love Indian food. Oh. I love chicken vindaloo all day long. Remember that place we went in England? Yes. Uh, you guys ate called? at a... Uh, all they have Deshoom. there is curries. <laughs> oh, we went to Dishoom in London when we were there for the podcast Over, festival. Best yeah. Indian food I have ever had. Maybe some End. of the best food I've ever yes. had. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. 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 But, and like. Chilled monkey brains, everything. It was so good. <laughs> snake, snake surprise. surprise. Snake surprise. The surprise is more snakes. Bug soup. <laughs> yeah. Every time. It's like, that's where I'm just like, this is. It's I loved it so much, gross. and I had bugs for lunch, and I still. <laughs> that is why, and you yeah. still had bugs at dinner. Yes, yes. So, so Gorley, what was your uh, oh, first? Uh... I may have told this story before, so I'll make it short. But Round. I was. This movie <laughs> came on. Yeah, uh, my babysitter turned out the lights and made me watch it. No, this movie came out on my actual birthday Ooh. in 1984. I was turning 11. And I got in trouble and we had plans to go see it on my birthday. And my parents grounded me and said, you're not going to get to see Indiana Jones <gasps> on your birthday. And I was devastated. What did you do? Well, <laughs> what did you do? I was stuck the house on fire. Luckily, my grandpa died. <laughs> oh, no. Which is not what I mean. You killed your grandfather? Right. <laughs> no but wonder I, you couldn't see Indiana Jones. <laughs> because it was such an emotional time, my parents took pity on me and surprised me on my birthday because everybody, I think, needed... Course, something some positive yeah. and we went positive snake surprise <laughs> so you guys went and saw this like unrelenting <laughs> like it was, brutal it was i know i know but I'm it is 11. such a funny like i ate it up <laughs> and we went to the la mirada mall theater and this was back in the day when when a star wars or an indie would come out you could buy a program like almost like you're going to broadway and it was a thick you know soft cover huh. magazine style <clears throat> but with a binding <laughs> And I still have that program from Indiana Jones and there's like behind the scenes photos and I saw it and I just fucking loved it. I was 11. It was all the things. I mean, in some ways this movie affected me more than Raiders because I know I saw Raiders in the theater, but I don't have a memory of it. This I have such a solid memory of and all the like mind chase and everything. It was just heaven. And I think I was obviously sad because of my grandpa. So all of that is connected. And that's why this one, especially I can't, 
not see it as an 11 year old. None of the yeah. remorse for what you had done wrong the day before. <laughs> I don't even remember what that was. That's what I want to know. That's, that's like where I'm at. Cause like, that's a big swing to take with an 11 year old of like, you're seeing Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. You've what done was something. It? You're not seeing Indiana Jones. But clearly my grandfather, grandfather wasn't well. I think my parents recently divorced. I was obviously going through some shit. So sure. Don't ground me. They yeah, need a more yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Well, and the fact that maybe you don't remember it was sort of how inconsequential. Oh, I remember it. now. I robbed huh? a bank. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. With, that's the, like with the, the heat boys. <laughs> you got the definition of like uh, escapism in that moment. It yes. sounds like maybe you guys were all kind of dealing with some heavy shit. And then for, for two sure. hours, people get to go and... Uh, Go you, on a you ride. Admit, you admit to the North Hollywood bank robbery, and suddenly and a helicopter's yeah. overhead. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. I may be misremembering this, but I even want to say, did my mom and my dad take me together, even though they were divorced? No, it couldn't have been. It Much could, like the ramshackle family but, trio of Short Round Willie and Indy <laughs> and Molarob, <laughs> creepy Uncle Molarob. Do you remember anything from the audience uh, response? Because the only yeah. indie movie I got to see first release was Crystal Skull. Oh, oh wow. you didn't even see Last Crusade? Oh, wow. <sighs> yes, I do. I I remember specifically. Remember my life. I've mentioned this before on the podcast before, but I grew up in a neighborhood where there's a kid named Johnny Carson and Steve Martin. So, Johnny, <laughs> that's a long first name. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny and Jeff Carson's mom Judy saw it, and she was like, "Well, I just can't believe his head was going into that rock crusher, and he gets closer and closer, and every time they cut back, he's farther and farther." <laughs> oh, criticizing the editorial work of a Michael Kahn. Let me ask you guys this, because that was one of the moments I was able to put away my childhood brain and watch it critically. How much of that is just borrowing on that kind of editing style from the shitty serials or are they really, what is that? It's the fun. It's the it's, fun. It's meant to be it's that. It's tension build. When they yeah. finally cut back to Indy, yeah. he's not even two feet away. He's eight feet away from right. that thing suddenly yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I think it's also trying to get around that uh, it's all... Uh, you can't, once you notice, you can't unsee that it's all Vic Armstrong most of the time because it right. was when oh, right. Harrison Ford was back in America <sighs> getting back surgery. Oh, wow. So that's like they were spending their three weeks or however long on this like it little conveyor a, belt. It was out for a month. Wow. Oh, yes. Man. Oh, wow. Just wild to think about. He looks like, so good in this movie. They did yeah, you wouldn't so know much yet, Vic uh, Armstrong. Yeah. Which is like Vic too bad Armstrong it wasn't is... Harrison Backstrong. If you think about it in those, I don't even need to obviously. think about it. I agree, and now I'm thinking about it. I still agree. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice the Vic Armstrong stuff. That's how like taken I am by this movie. I always think about David Letterman always saying that he bought his first car at Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me every time. Every time he was on. Every time Harrison Ford was on the late show or late night, he would say that to him. I bought my first um, Quint hat at Kate Capshaw. Oh, nice. I have a Quint. I have two Quint hats. That's going to take a while. What was I going to say about Kate Capshaw? Uh, There was a lot of like, I remember because again, it had been so long since i've watched the movie all the way through i used to catch pieces of it all the time on like hbo and stuff and i'd yeah. watch it as long as it wasn't at the gross dinner scene right <laughs> but like i remember everybody talking about kate capshaw not not being good and i'm like i again watching it as a delta i was like she's great she yeah exactly i, what I she don't have does. an issue with this either the exactly as written, written. yes yeah. exactly yeah there's the, the script is not 
altogether great <laughs> for many reasons. Yeah. And she is a victim of that, I yeah. think, you know, same with, I mean, well, this one just gets crazy with voodoo and fire cures the blood trance. And, you know, there's a, I have a lot of, I did step out of sight a couple of times. Do you, you notice when the um, short round burns yeah. Indy and gets him free right before that, he burns another guy. And I'm just like, I want to see the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern where that guy falls down. I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> I was just having bug lunch and suddenly I'm a thuggy cult member. Holy shit. I've got a wife and kids. Bug lunch. It's, uh, like, it's funny because it's like bagged lunch, but it's bug lunch. Bug lunch. <laughs> well, should, I mean, should we just go through it? One of, I think, sure. Starting with the best opening of any Indian Jones, Indian Jones movie for me. <laughs> And I love the first one. Yeah, I don't think anything beats the first one for me. I yeah. mean, this is, uh, will probably be a refrain throughout this because it was uh, my first indie. Uh, loved so much of it. It cast such a shadow then over watching Raiders, watching Last Crusade oh, yeah. because it satisfied whatever, you know, six-year-old part of me or whatever when I was fully watching this movie over and over again. Now, as I grown up, I'm like, oh, Raiders is a masterpiece. Yes. Sure. And this is Absolutely. like a fun thing in the yeah. world of Indiana Jones. So same thing with this. It's like, oh, there's that opening of Raiders, I feel like is unbeatable, you're in right. my opinion. You know, you're absolutely right. But the the Temple of Doom one is uh, probably Doom my one, second favorite. It's and, like seeing this and you're watching it like, oh, Spielberg got to do that. Like, and I didn't realize I how giant musical. Yeah. How much when I was a kid, I knew it emotionally, but not intellectually, how bond this opening was oh, down sure. to his tux yeah. and all that. And, mm -hmm. Oh God, I just yeah love. that. Uh, well, that uh, yeah, what you were saying about like how uh, it's just like oh, he can make a Spielberg can make a musical. The whole movie from beginning to end, it's like okay, so this is the movie after ET. He's making it after during the success of ET in the aftermath of that, and so and he's falling in love with Kate Capshaw. Yeah, as he's making full it. height of powers, both personally and uh, uh, male prowess. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. male prowess. Yeah, yeah maybe too powerful. Maybe too powerful. <laughs> uh, well, what I love, I mean, it's like well, you know, obviously the literal. It's like anything goes, but then to also sing it in a different language, like anything goes, anything goes, is such. A I flex never move. put that together. Just the statement of we're starting this movie with buckle up, anything goes. This movie is anything goes. Jesus To Christ, the extent that they go film. into a huge pink open void that can't exist yeah, in yeah. Club Obi-Wan. Yeah. They're and doing they're frontwards doing, yeah. and backwards. <laughs> yeah. They're having individual scarves form into one big scarf. Yeah. She comes back. I mean, I love it yeah. all. <laughs> it's just... If you love bonkers shit, I know. Yeah, and even as an 11 year old, I watched that and went, I understand this is theatricality. This is not supposed to be real. Why was I still bothered by some of the editing later? I don't know because that was fine for me. I don't know why. <laughs> well, and if you just look at it in, like, in terms of that career, it's like after E.T., he could have made a boring, like, or an E.T., another. E.T. 2 Nocturnal Fears. Yeah. Sure. But no, he just like cranks it up a notch. And uh, yeah. the movie is just like so, like, I'm putting my foot down on your neck and you're just like going to enjoy this like yeah. crazy uh, ride. Oh, I, I love it. this movie. You you know you've always wanted to see a 30s musical brought to life in 1987. That's the like, thing. <laughs> with James you Bond. Didn't, you didn't like, know that. Crazy. And then they showed it to you and you knew it. And that's such a good song too. It's Cole Porter. It's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's like beautifully, it's like one of these songs that everybody knows. So you're not like lost in the Mandarin of it all. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's sort of like, yeah, I know this I song. Hum that too. <laughs> 
I only knew the Mandarin version. Is there an English version? There is. Oh. It came out a couple years before. <laughs> okay. I see. And what, and what do you guys think of those those baddies at the beginning? Huh? They're pretty cool. Oh, they're good. And we, and we haven't even talked about the Paramount logo. You think you're... You're like, oh yeah, Raiders, another mountain, I'm sure. Well, it is a mountain, but hold on. There's a twist. Yeah, it's, it, a gong. it's a gong. <laughs> it's a gong. Did it's you gong. ever expect a fucking gong? Uh, no, I, I, you know, as build, I don't expect a gong in the movie. No. Right. But suddenly I'm getting gong, gong fever. Yeah. <laughs> and a logo it's saving dissolved. him for bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you first God. saw it, did you get gong fever? Did I you get gong, gong fever? Yeah. Yeah. You never watch the gong show the same again. Uh, I have a Paramount update, a logo update, I think, on this. We've t- discussed it, mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Somebody pointed out on Reddit that on the new poster in the corner, there's a Paramount logo because they have some distribution rights. And the <gasps> subject title was, we're getting our Paramount opening. Everybody was like so thrilled. So I think we could count oh. on it. But do they get to go last? Uh, I just... I don't usually get, uh, uh, you're not even going to believe this when I say, I rarely get sincerely with no irony or cynically that nerdy about things. I am so happy to hear that. <laughs> I understand. Wow. What if it's like, I mean, what, so will it be Disney? They'll go D- Lucasfilm, I bet first, then Disney, then, then Paramount. Paramount. Oh. And then that mountain if they, would be if they fucked with everybody and went Disney last and then faded to the a real castle that looked yeah, like Yeah, we've castle. talked about that. I know. <laughs> and Mickey Mouse is chasing Goofy around it. <laughs> or what imagine the balls if they went Paramount and then the Paramount f- faded into the Buena Vista mountain of that logo. <laughs> what if it opens Matterhorn? What if it opens and Harrison Ford is bored out of his mind in Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> Which I have seen firsthand. I ran into to Harrison Ford at Disneyland one time. Are you ke- serious? Yeah, I just passed him in the Are crowd. you thinking about his animatronic guy in the, yeah. in the indie ride? Oh, or? I've spent some time with him. I know he just passed me when I was doing that dumb push the talking trash can and he just walked right by me and he just looked exhausted because <laughs> he, he thought kids. you were r2d2 and he was like i can't deal with this <laughs> talk to enough trash cans uh, but is, has harrison ford ever looked better in this white tux descending this staircase these i shots? don't think he has honestly. yeah i think he looks the best in this movie there's a schwa de v that you cannot yeah put a put a title to it's just it's there's a something else happening yeah. when oh, he walks yeah. into that red carnation Mm. Is he divorced by this point or is he married? Because he he has bachelor energy in this movie somehow. Harrison? Yeah. I think he's uh, freshly married. Well, this is, this is coming Melissa off Matheson. Of, oh, at this point. Really? Yeah, having kids. And okay, then, then what he's got- What you're feeling is George Lucas. George Lucas was going through the divorce when he okay. was figuring out what this movie would so be. So maybe Harrison Ford is like- happy family energy in a sort of some potency out of him kill kind of way all three of those guys were going spielberg's falling in love with kate capshaw (laughs) harrison ford is committed yeah post carrie fisher to melissa matheson they're gonna have kids george lucas is in a divorce yeah let's fuck marry kill both spielberg lucas and Harrison Ford. I love this. this. And then this. I got one after this real quick. Have we even said this what is year Indiana is it? Jonesy? What year is it? This year, it's 84. Yes, this, this is Indiana, Indiana Jonesy. Jonesy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So Before we get wait. the date book kill, <laughs> Harrison Ford's George Lucas. So it's, it's 1984 them? We're covering 1973's Live and Let Die. <laughs> uh, yes, it's 1984 them. I would kill Lucas 
fuck Ford and Mary Spielberg. I mean, Killing Lucas does save us a lot of headaches later in life. Yeah, he's done his, his work. He's, <laughs> we've yeah, gotten all we need from it's Lucas. It's Howard the Duck and <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. beyond. Yeah. So hmm. kill Lucas just because at that point, yeah. Yeah. He's done I'd his service. I'd probably go the capture route and marry Spielberg of all the... That's what of I was, all three of them, yeah. yeah. Oh, then, Mary Spielberg, F. Uh, Harrison Ford, Ford yep. yeah. Because I think Ford might be a slightly grouchy spouse. Oh, and I think if, you know, you sign up marrying uh, Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones for that matter, now, let me you, you're, 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 uh, you're marrying a, a guy who's going to cat around. Yeah, that's, that's just right. You don't want to marry sure. that. Is right. 84 Lucas bearded or chinless? Uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> uh, okay, and here's my other one. Fuck Mary Kill. Raiders indie, Temple of Doom indie, Last oh Crusade indie. Gosh. The irony, though, is that I grow a beard to hide my second chin. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few in here myself. And he's like, I think. no, no, I'm going to grow one to create the illusion. <laughs> uh, golly. Well, Lucas does that thing that I think guys think they should be doing to have a stronger jawline, but it does a disservice where they trim the beard yeah. up to their jawline and it just exposes that yeah. boss nass neck he has. That was the biggest consequence of his divorce was not having a missus there to be like, dude, let's talk about the facial hair Drop situation before we go out to this party inches. tonight. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I think it looks beautiful, Marsha. Wow. Better go back to the surface of Naboo now. Uh, uh, the uh, um, oh yeah the um, so going back to what were you saying? Oh the Fuck, the logo and the oh F Mary Kill uh, the the incarnations I'm, of the trilogy. I'm gonna the, I'm gonna fuck Temple of Doom in it because he's just looking lean mean. <laughs> I'm going to kill Raiders, Indy. Hear me out. Hmm. It's not that I don't like the character, but I don't think he's sticking around. I think I'm going to marry Last Crusade, Indy, because he's he's kind of got closure on his daddy issues, and I think he's going to be hmm. a better husband. Hmm. I was going to say precisely. He's worked out his daddy well, issues. Why, Marriage yeah. material. Yeah. Marion Ravenwood decided to marry... Believe it or not, Crystal Skull Indiana Jones. Right. Right, but that's not in the equation. She also wanted to settle down with Raiders Indy and look where that went. That's what we're all in for. If you want to marry Raiders Indy, be my guest, but he's not sticking around. <laughs> well, right. for one thing, he's going to marry with- Mutt. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. God, to cruise around on a first date on that motorcycle. Oh, baby. Yeah, oh, so cool. F. Mary Kill, Marion, Willie, Ilsa. Now, this is the oh, sort geez. of heteronormative talk I like. I mean, look, we've we've bookended that with full on indie. You know. I'm yeah. going to despite what we've heard, there aren't that many good people on both sides of Nazi. So I'm going to go ahead and kill. That's Ilsa. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. OK, we'll leave it at that. All right. <laughs> Let's get into this. I'm going to uh, marry Crystal Skull Marion. She's confined. Let's just settle down. Marry Marion. And uh, F. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Willie. Well, that's a part of the romance of the Willie. They won't they in the, in the, <laughs> in the Temple of Doom. Yeah, won't they, Scott? It's top notch. Yeah, I think the, uh, the their whole romance is part of uh, what's different about the Marion stuff is that it is I think supposed to be completely uh, a frolic. It's not. It's a screwball. 
comedy yeah, along yeah. the lines of anything goes. Like it's it's that kind of Hepburn Tracy yeah thing. Yeah. The only complaint I have about Willie Scott the entire thing is the eighties hair, and that's not her fault either. You know, mm. I would have imagined her in that kind of thirties. But it's an interesting. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. She's got that yeah. tight perm that you just don't see on women of that time, right? You know, no. would you prefer more of like a like a Betty Boop? hairstyle <laughs> no but like <laughs> betty grable maybe oh, or veronica yeah, lake yeah, you know sure, imagine sure. like veronica lake hair that'd be good hair to have yeah oh see i was thinking of um Do you think- uh who's uh i want to be left alone greta garbo that yeah, too yes yeah. that'd be amazing i think that spielberg and lucas are both hair blind because star wars is full of 70s hair yeah they the allison duty the though has it as ilsa in she's got period hair Mm, that is true. That's a gross statement. Yeah. <laughs> Take a shower. I, I didn't mean it that way. Wow, that we've been Carrie? real dudes here. <laughs> I think Carrie's alternate title was period air. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the uh, other opening stuff, that little shootout's cool. I like the, oh, oh. there oh, props to Lucas, since we're doing a little kind of nasty yeah. Lucas talk. You get that awesome... Star Wars universe building sort of stuff where when his buddy gets shot, he's like, we've gone on many adventures. And uh, so you're like, oh, what adventures existed between him and his uh, buddy? Wuhan. Wuhan. And then um, uh, the bad guys, they're a little trio. You can just imagine little, they have such a kind of, yeah. There are little dimensions, and then you're like, "Oh, what was it? their story?" Him and probably Willie all went to bad guy college together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not in the same dorm, right. like in the same course, yeah. and then they, they started hanging out. Are you, are you getting at the fact that this is called Club Obi Wan? Is that what you mean by universe building? No, no. no, no I just oh. meant that. Speaking of in referencing uh, past adventures that the audience oh, yes. will never see. I yeah. didn't use the right word with universe I building. I meant like that sort of thing of like. No, that's universe. Building. You can throw a word out uh, like whatever in star wars there's a thousand things like yes. right somebody just names oh, yeah. a planet or the a castle battle. run yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh my imagination gets to kind of right. put that together i i feel like props to lucas nobody else would have kind of like moments there's know, that's like that. l- later in the movie when they're at dinner too and he's talking about uh chatter i recall they were going to take your hand it wasn't my hand your head perhaps no it wasn't my head it was my Misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> There's some good dialogue in this movie, even if the the story's a little. Yeah, wonky, and the other but. writers, yeah, the Gloria Katz and William Huyuk, they Howard co-wrote the American Graffiti, which is like amazing. Yeah, and I do. They're the two. They're the people I try to most kind of like figure out what's going on. Did they bring? This is the Purvis and Wade of Bond. Yeah, what they bring to the party. But yeah. George Lucas, you know, I love him, but I just don't think like behavior is his thing. And American right. Graffiti is just filled with that from beginning to end. But then William Katz, not William Katz, William Hook and Gloria Katz, their movies like Best Defense, oh, Howard yeah. the Duck, they're really bad movies. And so it's like, well, then what... And Temple of Doom, you know, I, I think they made yeah. like choices of like, are they could have made Willie Scott a different kind of. Look, are they bad character. movies or are they writers who will listen to the directors? Right. That so Spielberg is the interesting orders, thing. Yeah. Were there any other screenwriters on this at all? Even no. non-credited? And then, you uh, no. And then uh, the third one, Last Crusade, which is like really, I think one of the best things is yeah. like, it's 
script is Jeffrey Boehm, who's amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, before that, uh, 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 good golly, why am I forgetting his name? Laurie Kasdan. Kasdan. Yeah, Laurie was he not Larry, Larry Kasdan? Was he working on Larry no, Kasdan? He didn't, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. He was the Myra in the situation. He was, was like, like, this is like, some he's, up he stuff. He really was like, this is way too dark and not at all what we started out doing. So. I think you mean, Pass. this is way too dark. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to work on anything like this. George Steven, I'm going to pass. <laughs> I also probably think it was like, he's directed like a couple movies, but he was about to make Silverado. Yeah. Like the idea of... Uh, I'm gestating something called Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Just to wait and see. Uh, but this whole opening, Wuhan, who, by the way, featured in uh, View to a Kill, not a year later. That's very That's true. Right. Yeah, CIA agent. Um, Drove a Jeep Cherokee in that. Just this. <laughs> <laughs> the Spielberg shots in this movie, starting with this lazy Susan thing, the way yeah, it's all. He's the best. I'm, I was watching that today, too, how almost every shot in this movie has two. It starts in one gives you one bit of information, pans, tilts, whatever. And then there's a second thing that tells the story. It's just so incredible yeah. and seems so simple and basic. And you see JJ Abrams really echoing this in the new star Wars movies and everything, but I'm a little surprised more directors don't do this kind of thing. You know? Tough to be that simple. I think, I guess it's also yeah. like the run up in pre-production. You don't get that anymore. You know? Yeah. It's like, you sign on to a movie, you're probably like the third director who's been on it at this point. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we shoot next week. <laughs> That's yeah. just, I'm curious to see what Mangold, if he's going to at all say part of the charm of these films is the cause and effect and the the shots and the lining up the shots and it's he's like storyboarding. Are we going to see some Spielberg like shots from him? I wonder. Well, you'll see Harrison Ford on a horse. Well, you'll see a stuntman with CG face you'll replacement. See CG. On the horse? Yes. It's Harrison Ford's <laughs> like, face like on horse. a horse. This horse is looking at me weird. We need a different horse's face. Can Let's someone just use Harrison's. It's please, right up there, too. Please do. He's riding out a horse with his face. <laughs> please do some AI shot of Harrison Ford's face on that horse. Just give me Harrison Ford as a centaur uh, being ridden by a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the shot that I think of a lot in that opening that's really cool is that like when it's uh, pushing in on the three baddies sitting at the table when you first see them. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, because when I watched it, I taped this off of ABC like Sunday night. <laughs> oh. And that would be the point where while it's pushing in, you can tell they didn't want to mess up the opening titles with this. But right. now it's the time. Okay, we're going to a story. We can finally put up edited for content oh, on TV. And I was like, no. uh, if there ever was a movie, too, yeah. Uh, what'd you, I, what'd I felt you, did you like off that they took out the the the, the kebab through the chest? Oh. Was that gone in the ABC version? It it is, I think, uh, cut around. Yep, <sighs> another James Bond. Yes. When uh, do they use a kebab? Uh, diamonds are and diamonds are forever. Yeah, Ooh. Putter Smith, Pasadena, classic. South Pasadena resident Putter Smith, and it's jazz your, it's your classic instance of the uh, henchman being alive way after the movie's ended. Yeah. Yeah, which suddenly. became a We can trip. calm down now. Nothing is of any danger whatsoever. And well, then, oh my God, the henchman. We forgot about the henchman. Right. I'm curious from both of you, your thoughts on what this uh, yeah means James Bond wise, because if Raiders was sort of like, hey, we're not going to be above the level entirely about how we're doing a James Bond movie here. 
Then what's the next one? Uh, 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 Octopussy after Octopussy. Raiders, which is heavily influenced by Yeah, and so now it's Raiders' time to kind of respond to that or add to the thing. And then they start with a James Bond like kind of homage. That's uh, yeah. while they're between Roger Moore movies. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's, it feels like somebody going over to somebody on their deathbed and like pulling a plug and being like, ah, <laughs> and I'm going to start dressing like you. <laughs> like single white female style. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you guys respond to that as James I mean, Bond? I think it's fans? just, it's, it's, just as we would do if we were making a movie is I would throw something in like that. I would have, yeah. yeah. I had absolutely no problem with it. I ate it up. I think at this point, even when though you're I talking to Bond, someone who wore that tuxedo at his fucking wedding. Like, yeah. It's like, That's right. Were you at the wedding? I was at the wedding as well. This I was, was before I knew you. Yeah. In, a, in a tri-piece. But I, <laughs> and we took pictures. I, I, was a man the wedding as, photographer, uh, Willie and the she was head sequin. to toe in, the go, wedding in gold photographer paint. took a beat to have to take pictures of he and I, yeah. because I was in a three piece suit and he was in that. Oh, tuxedo. I remember yeah. this <laughs> the wedding James was Bobby. just a ruse to get a James Bonding yeah. photo shoot. So, yes. I, uh, I remember loving it and I think I was more into Indiana Jones than James Bond at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. There was no problem on my end. Yeah. No, none whatsoever. It was weird to see. Indian such formal attire, you know, you, especially to open the film, you, you didn't expect it. I remember in the right. theater kind of going, whoa, this is just, what, what is this? Well, you we know? talked about this last week or last episode, which was, uh, uh, Indy gets three looks in the first one. He gets his classic look. Yeah. He gets him in the, as teacher Indy. Yeah. yeah. Then robe at home Indy. Yeah. Then like, the only time you ever get to see him in like a, maybe not, I guess you get to see him in Last Crusade in like a pinstripe suit. Yeah, but he's like a Navy suit in the end of Raiders or something. And then he's it? wearing that kind of same suit again yeah. at the, or a suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, this, it's just two looks. It's that white tux. And then he goes into the plane and has his right. little well, backpack. There, there's his dinner look <laughs> where he's got- a sleepover bag with his He's got like clothes. a borrowed tweed jacket and glasses at dinner too. That's right. Yeah. You're right. And he's got that, uh, I couldn't shave like yeah. five o'clock shadow stubble. Yeah. yeah. Um, GQ look. <laughs> um, the sharp, the guys, the um, Lao Shea and his boys, they are dressed so sharp, like those bow ties with the two-tone mm-hmm. black and white. So good. Yeah. They're hard to tie right, you know? Yeah. We should, yeah. Uh, next time we all meet, dress up as... Lao Shea and his boys. <laughs> this would be a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you guys? Lao Shea and his boys. You know. Lao Shea. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I think that brings us then to maybe the intro of Short Round. Yes. After they, yeah. they leave the action there. Yeah. Um, Academy Award winner. I know. That's amazing, too. Just the timing of this, that he's so in the zeitgeist, went away for so long. Couldn't have happened to a nicer fella, it seems, you know. Amazing. Everybody was happy for him, even though Harrison Ford should have resented him a little bit because Harrison's been nominated, but not one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Watch like Kate Capshaw is going to win next year. And, <laughs> and then uh, Amish Puri, who's dead and played Molaram. The funniest uh, in competition sort of thing uh, with Kate Capshaw I think about is um, episode one, The Phantom Menace, was mm-hmm. released the same day as her directorial debut, The Love Letter. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> what ticket is Steven Spielberg buying that day? Oh, he's got to go to two movies. He's seeing two movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even. What? Who's in that movie? Uh, Liam Neeson, Jar Jar. 
<laughs> Jar Jar. And then in episode one, it's like Jake Lloyd and uh, even McGregor. Greg Proops. <laughs> Greg Proops is the uh, two-headed fella. So we get short round. We get Dan Aykroyd. We get Dan Aykroyd in what I would describe as his finest uh, short pant outfit. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Blues just brothers the choice. Ever just, the choice. just the choice. It feels like a Dan Aykroyd choice to be like, could I get short shorts? I just the British. <laughs> it is because that same year is Doctor Detroit, and the whole opening is him wearing short shorts jogging. I'm like, Aykroyd was. What are you pushing? Good, Aykroyd. You got Aykroyd's fingerprints through this whole franchise because you know he's a huge Crystal Skull enthusiast. As, you know this as, like, the, vodka, as the vodka will tell us. Yes, but he also believes in like the magic of the Crystal Skulls. Yeah, no, he's a, Matt, he's aware do. of yes. it. He's okay. aware of the magic. I see. I see. <laughs> so he's knowledgeable. Believe, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's informed. He recognizes uh, facts beyond wait, what you people view. Do you believe in like the, the mysticism of the Shankara stones? Of course, of course. we do. What are you really? talking about? Yeah, that's why we watch this these is, movies. This is a trilogy oh. of documentaries. So what's the dial of destiny? <laughs> so uh, don't worry about it. It's a bar of soap. It's a dial. It's a dial. Uh, it's a TV dial. Okay. It's kind of oh. like the pick. Uh, Tenacious D's. The pick of, pick destiny. of destiny. All right. But it's a dial. Uh, and then uh, you got oh uh, that that shot though when they're walking in with Dan Aykroyd in it that's yeah. the gift that keeps on giving because I watched that a hundred times before mm. somebody was like that's Dan Aykroyd I was like oh whoa you're right then I watched a hundred more times and somebody was like back there in the uh, is kind of dressed as like missionaries I think it's like Steven Spielberg Frank Marshall. Uh, and what? Kathleen, Ke- they're dressed up. I didn't know that. No, so that was the I gift that keeps on giving. Watched it a hundred times knowing that. Then just two weeks ago. You realized Harrison that- Ford's in there. <laughs> <laughs> when Short Round is running out, when all that stuff is happening, he still has the blocks tied to his feet. <laughs> oh. And he's running along with blocks tied to his feet. Holy Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's amazing. So that is funny. packed. Because in my brain, the blocks are tied to the pedals. But yeah, no, no they're be on tied his feet. to his feet. And to think the whole oh. fact that this ends with the reveal of, sure. of nice try Laoshe and the closing of the door that reveals Laoshe. So Airlines. funny. I just loved that as a kid. And in the, I'll put it in the category of Temple of Doom is the funniest yes. Indiana Jones movie. And that's like one of the many... Yeah. Very funny. Laugh I can't get on board with that statement, but okay. Just I appreciate consider what you're this. saying. I appreciate what you're saying. When the big thuggy guy comes up to make him drink the blood and just walks up to him slowly, and Harrison Ford just goes, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is yeah, sure, gold. sure. That is sure. gold. My favorite. The funniest part. The funniest moment in all yes. of these movies to me will uh-huh. always be Sean Connery lying to Indy. About the Germans having There's, shot the plane. That <laughs> is a true There's big good comedy, LOL. But yes. it's, it's it's sorry, it's son. They got sort us. of corny. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. oh, sorry, son. They got us. There's corny comedy in Last like, Crusade. You know I still you're love dying. it. You know you're gonna. This theoretically, you should yes. die. Yeah, yes. you've caused the death of your son and yes. yourself. And, and your brain is like, oh, okay, let him know I'm responsible for this. Yeah. Yes. Also, that the Nazis. it's a rare moment of warmth from him to Indy. Yes. Like, he's yeah. so cold, so yeah. mean. And the one time he's like, sorry, son. 
I got to with the heaviest of hearts break yeah. this to you. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Uh, uh, but yeah, the nice try, Lao Shea is, uh, is a big... Uh, but yeah, that's uh, the, my favorite. The thing that I laugh out loud the most is when they're in the trap and the spikes are coming down and that shot of Indy going like, we are, are going, going to, to die. die. Oh my God. Hilarious. He steps up the acting too. When he goes through the trance to turn into a cult member and he's writhing on that bed and those like echoing things. And then he comes into the light and starts laughing. There's no Harrison Ford phoning this in. He's hamming it up and it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Committed. He gets the chance, yeah. you know, he gets yeah. the chance to dance. <laughs> He's taking that ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've talked before. Harrison Ford is all about finger work. That's where he does most of his acting. Yeah. And in that ritual thing, he's like, definitely like when he's going, yeah. hey, oh, it's like, yeah. he's making every finger crooked. He, can. he really is. It's but like think the, about every classic. Uh, you find her. You find her. I mean, from the fugitive. Just and, look at the, look at him frozen in carbonite. Yeah, yeah, it's very finger heavy. When he's turned <laughs> down on his thighs, yeah. when he turns into that cult finger guy, heavy. he's doing that Bugs Bunny having a drink of alcohol. Ooh, ee, ooh, yeah. ah. <laughs> to which I go, is that just is Bugs Bunny like, like is that a relapse? Is he turning back to alcoholism <laughs> every time I would watch that as a Maybe. kid? I'm like, oh, yeah. off the wagon. It's like this is gonna snap him back off the wagon, and it's gonna yeah. be very sad. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Look. Can you, I know this was on Mythbusters, but I don't remember the outcome, but they tested the whole, yeah. can you jump out of a plane with a inflatable I think raft? If I recall, they pulled it off. This is the low point of the film for me. Really? The, this and the kind of like trek to Pankot Palace. Sure. It's just a lull. Uh, it's, I, I, this is where Temple of Doom just doesn't work for me for some reason. Wow. I, I, I remember as a kid to that raft falling, just kind of going, okay, this is ridiculous. Well, it doesn't work until they do that, that like, you know, 13th shot where it's like they land on the mountain and you still see the plane back yeah. there. So you're like, okay, it wasn't from that far that they fell. Yeah. Into uh, the, straight into the Sierra Nevada. So it's mountains. kind of a buy. Interesting. That's a good, yes. I'll yeah. use that next time as a defense. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, it's kind of a buy. Uh, yeah. And also it's like um, the blue screen, whatever that optical yeah. stuff is easy to do at night yeah. when it's dark, but they're in yeah. daylight and it's happening. And then the when the raft is dropping, it kind of does this weird kind of physical thing that could it like, yeah. they're, Dummies are too light, so it's kind yeah. of just folding. It, yeah, and the opticals of them in the river look so much like the opening to Land of the Lost, where the water's miniature, but the they're full size and there's too much headspace above them. Like, not there, to nitpick, yeah, there is uh, like there is like the question the though grade. is that an aesthetic choice to look like you're in a cereal in his rear? Protection? No, I don't think that is. I think effects wise, they were always trying. If if not well, it stylized, won. it won the Oscar. Did it for effects? Yeah, yeah like, uh, I think Ghostbusters. Interesting. That's the big thing. I like. I hear online wow. people being like, it, "It is kind of fucked up that yeah, Ghostbusters did win." I think it won because of the for Temple of Doom, the mine car totally. chase was probably the thing that did was, Raiders win. No, I don't. I mean, maybe it was also no, a Raiders little bit did. like we should give it to these guys for what they've done. For oh, us. it was kind of a here's here you go, Peter Jackson. I think so. Maybe it didn't exist. Oh, no. I was um, just realizing today, too, that all of these movies, all four of them so far, have a third act chase set piece. So you've got should. the the horse and, and 
truck, then the mine car, then the tank chase, then the like Soviet forestry vehicles. You're right. And they're all the same thing, which is it is the action high point of the movie. And after anything after that, it's maybe like thrills, but not necessarily like yeah high. And like there's you're always, on a bridge or uh, uh, you're trying to get the grail inside the kooky cave. Right. And, um, and there's always... Oh, a, we've left the thrills. Now we're in the spells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel's concerns. There's always a gross out animal or insect thing. So there's snakes, insects, rats, and ants. But I, <laughs> that looks like a goth kid's list that you find in his desk. Ants. This is the last one. I'm yeah, running out of ideas. Ran out of ideas. What it's also crammed do? up against the page. He ran out of room. It's like ants. Do you and think I shouldn't the new written snakes so big. Going to have that? Are they going to do a creature of some kind? I uh, would assume they will. What'll it be? Snakes, probably. Again? Just to harken back to the... That's good. We're in the fan service industry now. Well, I mean, just... It'll be a snake eating its own tail. He's he's in a a pit of snakes eating its own tail. It'll be a snake surprise where inside Uh, it's bugs. (laughs) (laughs) What animal could they use that they haven't used that has that kind of visceral gross reaction? Chlamydia. Yes. (laughs) Sexually transmitted diseases. They were popular back then. Yeah. The clap is the thing that like Indy walks into a room. He's like. (laughs) Just a harem. He walks. Well, it's 69. He just walks into like burgeoning porn movies. It's just it's just his cold. It's like in Spinal Tap when the cold sore moves from person to person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a room full of people with cold sores. The clap. Why'd it have to be the clap? Chivalrous. Very dangerous. You go first. You want sloppy seconds, Sala? <laughs> sloppy seconds, Sala. That's, that's, that's a remarkable that a sentence. Alliteration. And we see, Dr. Jones, there is nothing you cannot possess that I cannot possess. Wait, what? There's nothing you cannot steal that I cannot possess. Oh, including man. this woman. Gross. <laughs> crabs. Uh, so okay. you, crabs. That's what it <laughs> that's is. What it is. It's going to be crabs. crabs. Yeah. Very, Very dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> crabs. crabs. Perfect, yeah. It's just going to be a youth hostel with un- unclean cots. <laughs> <laughs> the treasure, the dial of destiny is buried in this Italian youth hostel. And we've got to go through these old sheets and cots to get there. <laughs> Crabs, very dangerous. So the uh, 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 with the plane crash, just uh, be- uh, before they go into the village, just one thing to acknowledge: uh, there is some kind of like people misremembering a detail about something that happens uh, on the plane that's like really funny. The Mandela thing, thing? yeah, because I, I think it's in one of the comic books or it's described mm. in the novelizations, but it's basically. After Indiana Jones and all, uh, the, everybody falls asleep, not mm-hmm. the pilots, on the plane, before the pilots start emptying out the fuel, oh, they look yeah. back and they realize what a serious like badass they're dealing with because one of the chickens in the cages lays an egg and before it drops on the ground, Indy catches it in his sleep. <laughs> And then the pilots are like, whoa, this guy is for real. Is this 
Is, did you just is, no? This is, is like a fever dream you had. No, he's ever a Jedi. Since, ever since we first started came came up with Indiana yeah. Jones, scene, I think if you check our like email or text thread, I was like, we get to talk about the egg thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But and, I didn't know what the egg thing was. And yeah, you brought so. it up recently. I think at some other point. Yeah, too. so yeah. it's weird. That's huh? fucking wild that that is a thing that only Paul Rust remembers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the miss. I wish I had the miss. Do you have it. the? It's, it's more I read online people being like, no, I, that sort of yeah. stuff. That's like so fascinating. No, I saw it. The big one that we mm-hmm. can look out for in Last Crusade is um, when they're talking about giving the riches over to the guy to get the tanks and the fancy cars and yeah. stuff. Some people claim that uh, he said Jewish families and Jewish was dropped out huh. uh, because he goes by someone and they're like, they cut it out during the videos. But I think it's horseshit. Like on original film print, somebody actually went and checked the sound levels of the original film print and saw that it stays down. It doesn't go up during that. Ah. Anyway, just as long as we're figuring out uh, Mandela effects of uh, of Indiana Jones movies. But uh, anyway, egg talk. Now they're at the village, right? So does this scene, does the egg scene exist in any form of media? Well, yeah. Is it comic or novelization? This is my question. Yeah, to the I audience. wonder which one it is. That will, yeah. I don't know how you guys talk. Like, I'll do a little research on this. Thank you. Uh, because if you're, if do you, do you, was this something you looked up because you remembered or you just heard people had remembered this? Uh, it was one of those things where when you're so desperate for um, Jones content. Yeah. You're going back like seven years into like the web board on yep. indiemovies.com. Sure. And then you're like, oh, there's a 12 page discussion of this egg shit. I'm, I'm did on board. it happen or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there are certainly chickens on board that uh, there's chickens on, the on plane. board. He is asleep. I wonder there if are it's two like, pilots. He so has a, a hand. That's a lot to like put on these pilots to like have to. Like that performance, to take that yes. beat to look back for yes. him to catch the thing. That is a lot for them to then look at each other and go, thank God we're getting out of here. <laughs> yes. Also, I just don't think that's like indie style. Like no, that's I, more like a, a guy who's been trained was it in, in a, a trailer. Maybe no, because I'm, I'm my question is, was it ever film visually represented? I don't think so. I don't medium? think it'd be, they've got on set. And they're like, this is stupid as shit. <laughs> Well, some people are saying that it justifies why that one pilot is so scared when he walks by Indy, but I just assumed it was because he's afraid of parachuting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Let's uh, do the, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. He's scared of parachuting. He's not scared that the guy who caught an egg while he was asleep <laughs> might swat at you. Who among us hasn't caught something while they're asleep? Here's someone that says they, <laughs> they had it in, in the novelization. Okay. I, I would buy it as like a panel in one of the, you know, the Marvel comic adaptation they did i'd buy that yeah if there's a graphic an illustration yeah. of indiana jones hand holding an egg i will Because then you uh, get to have the thought paint my walls with you get image. to have the thought bubble of the pilot if you're doing you know that helps you know that helps the he just caught that egg <laughs> <laughs> the other thought bubble what a badass <laughs> now when other, i walk by him i will quiver says what a badass in his thought bubble <laughs> Like they're having a conversation and thought. <laughs> uh, so did you? It was the novelization. Uh, that's what someone said. They remember. It doesn't seem to be any like 
It's just like it's like one guy on the internet who's like caused this situation. Brantley, you know what to do. Brantley. So, yeah, then this stretch of them at the village, I do think it's kind of like one of the slower parts of the movie, which is kind of weird because in the last 20 minutes of this movie are so like unrelenting and like action. It feels a little like unbalanced sometimes when you want to take in doom. But Raiders kind of does that too, but I'm not. I mean, when we talked about Raiders, one of the things we like loved most was that exposition scene though. It was like, so, and this is like, compared to that, uh, it it ain't shit. It really isn't because of that. You're also meeting Marcus Brody and eventually Sala. Oh no, because then you get right to Marion. He's not, but in this, what's different about this one versus Mm -hmm. the other Indiana Jones movies is Indiana is not actively researching or trying to piece it all together he wants to get away he wants to not do this but once the you know once the children are brought up he's told you know you have to go rescue the children get the stone back so essentially he's he's given yeah he's given his fetch quest (laughs) you know and he goes and they he he's not buying into the uh to the cult. Right. The cult's long gone. Mm-hmm. And it's only when they accident when he accidentally stumbles upon the cavernous like if he was actively searching for an entry point into this cavern that he mm-hmm. knew to exist, this temple, and he was actively searching in the mansion, what are we calling this? It's a castle palace. palace. Uh mm-hmm. then I'd be like, Oh, this is more of an active Indiana yeah. Jones. He's, he's, yeah, you want him to be on the hunt for a yeah. treasure. You're right. He's literally yeah. like falling backwards yeah. into stuff out of a plane, through the wall, into the yeah. cave. Like it's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just then I'll get on a minecart and try to get out of this across a bridge. Right. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the. Uh, yeah, what you're saying about like in the other ones, it's like people come to Indy because he is the expert yeah. and they want him to figure out this problem for him. This is kind of like, Hey, right place, right time for everybody here to kind of, so that might feel also just the, um, yeah, it's not like he's like, you know, like in Raiders when he figures out how high the staff is and, you know, knows where to place it. So it points out where the arc is hidden and like when he's searching for the clues with his dad's diary and last yeah. crusade and he's like, he's, you know, searching for the library and sees the X. And right. then like, it's not like he fell into that X. He gets <laughs> yeah. in Elsa's word, get giddy, like a schoolboy. And yeah. same thing with the staff and Raiders. You see that look on his face when he's kind of leaning on the staff and he's like, you know, he's, right. he's yeah. Jones. And yeah. this, the closest you get to it in this one is after he rescues Willie and she goes, now let's get out of here. And he goes, right all of us and he's determined to help the children but you're already into yeah. the third act at that point it's goldfingery in that sense you know how james yeah. Bond is always sort of behind the eight ball in yeah that movie? yeah huh. that's true and it yeah. starts with the goldfinger tux interesting interesting Ooh, the tux is a is a sign of a, yeah. a passive protagonist, a passive protagonist. <laughs> that's right. he drinks goldfinger's mint julep here he drinks molaram's blood yep interesting Dro- drool drip uh also the um <laughs> the uh in the same argument of why maybe like I, I I would be bummed out if they repeated everything that worked in Raiders and yes, this stuff. So course. it's not like I'm of course. you yeah. just want them yeah. to do something different, but then is like as good or something, and it's not as good, so that's why I'm bitching. But it's like <laughs> the uh you know, the Sakara stones don't have the same 
wallop as sure the the thing that holds the you know is the arc in of the every covenant. way just even the way they look they're so simple and yeah because yeah. unlike the crystal skulls they're not real Okay. Yeah, See, that's yeah. the only one that's yeah. real is the right. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, the other one's horseshit. I mean, come on, you Some guys believe that bullshit? Get out of here. Come on. Come on. Hold. Um, and then just the fact that it's like uh the absence of something is what's it's just yeah, a hard it's like yeah. when you try to prove how God does not exist. It's just an impossibility. So how do you you're just kind of like, there were kids here. Oh, Okay, all right. <laughs> Isn't it weird too that you never the five never get put back together? There are only always three of the five stones. You never Oh, well, because that's what they're mining for. I know, but they're it not is gonna find it them. just it just feels strangely like you don't get a closure. I want to see oh, what Bola happen Ram when you get... had them like he wouldn't make sure nobody ever had any potential and then Indy finds out, oh, they found the two and or they well, just, I want to see what happens when there. you get the five stones back together, you know? Hey, you know? with Charlie uh, Watts dead, that's going to be impossible. I know. Oh, Charlie Watts will be found. You won't. <laughs> no, the stones must all be together for the 2025 <laughs> reunion tour. When you put Mick Jagger Brian and the Keith close together and they just both start glowing. <laughs> uh, uh, then the... Um, and then, yeah, that the... Uh, uh, when you hear the information too, I love all the stuff of like the guy kind of like through broken English and hand stuff. That's like total Spielberg stuff. Even how like short rounds imitating Harrison yeah. Ford is like, oh, the, yeah, that's, um, great. that's all great. Is like jaws and stuff. When they're this doing is when that. they're feeding him his lines. Yeah. Phonetically. Cause he doesn't speak English. Yeah. yeah, yeah like it's that. just a different. But also, I love the whole thing of like then Indiana Jones is like, Oh, here's what he was talking about. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Now, this is the second of what will be four examples in this movie of uh, bad shit in your mouth that you don't want in your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the first is the poison. Yes. Yeah. The second is this village food. Yeah. Third is the palace food. Yeah. And fourth is the blood that India has to drink that makes him go uh, ratty. Right. right. Um, now, when people are like, why is this movie a prequel? I think mm-hmm. you, you could make the argument that it's like, oh, because they don't want to mess with the Marion stuff. If it's a sequel, then you go like, oh, him and Marion aren't in love. And yeah. if you make it a prequel, you're just like, oh, you before that, him and Willie loved each other or, you know, had a fling. But uh, I think it's more that it's like the whole movie is one big regression to a previous time before the first like if Raiders of Lost Ark is puberty mm-hmm. post puberty okay. 14 15 you like a girl she's spunky she likes you back you make out you protect her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is like girls are ew they're so loud and ah oh, shut up <laughs> older sister yeah. gross and uh the uh third gross one food, is mom i don't want to eat this the, the, the action the is third more, one is dad i hate you but i love you <laughs> <laughs> the action and humor is more kind of like regressive than the yeah. first one and then uh uh yeah down to then um this kind of like it's not even like pre-puberty. It's like infantile. The idea of like, I might have to eat something icky. Yeah. <laughs> That's like more what they're trying to like, I feel like bring you down, like the getting into well, the bowels of like, a temple inside a doom and a cave. It's just kind of like all about like 
going deeper and deeper into whatever your id is or visceral. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like, I mean, the, the which is cool. It does. It. it is the point in the movie where you the Kate Capshaw character is least sympathetic is when she won't eat the villager food. Yeah, because it's like, and when she's you got to know that this, the they're not running around with a lot of food here and they're yeah. like offering it to you. Yeah, in life, that's always just a bad move. Nobody likes just to be gotta, by a picky eater. You got to eat it. I don't care how much gluten's in there, honey. <laughs> I, you know they were so happy though when that fly landed oh, on the food and she uh, shook it off and ate it you're like hey we're wrapped for the day we're done yeah, yeah. cut did you see that fly George <laughs> I missed it because I was trying to eat it <laughs> <laughs> you missed it because you were trying to eat it okay whatever George uh, what, does my beard line look too high or too low <laughs> I just really struggle with this. <laughs> I keep shaving at a certain point, and then the beard, this, my neck skin drops below it. It keeps, <laughs> it keeps. I don't know how the hair is detached from it. Anyway, what 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 take are we on? Wrap, we're wrapped. <laughs> oh, Let's go to Hawaii. <laughs> when you were uh, uh, um, talking about the music or the the stones coming together, it made me think of the badass John Williams music that has yeah. that like crazy singing choir that happens and stuff. Um, All around. So just to as we leave the village there and they start going on their little trek, um, that music that plays that I know Spielberg loves it too. Though John Williams music during yeah yeah like I've just been reflecting maybe because as John Williams getting older and he was you know nominated for the Fablemans and didn't win and you're like oh maybe that would have been a nice cap to the legacy. The thing I've been thinking about him is. Maybe somebody could make this argument, but against this, but I don't think he's ever done bad work. His stuff no. might be in bad moments no. at bad times, but like whatever you feel about no. Temple of Doom, the fact that that Trek music oh, is so A good. plus John Williams, it's so cool. Oh, the what a music cool dude. in this is fantastic. He never has done bad work. Crystal Skull is the only time I've heard of movies his where I, to this day, couldn't tell you any theme from that movie that isn't already existing from the previous Indian yeah, movies. Like, but also your brain was overloaded. I've seen that movie a lot. And <laughs> <With> I've <ants. laughs> I've seen that movie a lot. And other there's like a cool military march at the beginning, mm -hmm. but there's no catchy themes in that movie. Oh. I, I hope that's not the case. I know they are you can already listen to Helena's theme from uh mm -hmm. Dial of Destiny and it's oh. pretty good. Oh, yeah, because you've, you've I think that two opportunities yeah. for new themes would be Kate Blanchett's character or yeah. um, uh, Mutt, right? You talking about Irina Spalco? Sorry, Spalco. Yes. <sighs> How dumb the way me. you're sinking into those wubble you's. <laughs> I, just, I can't wait to get to this movie. I I don't know why I have a fondness for that movie, but I do, and I don't know why. Oh, Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah it's still pizza. Last pizza. Time, the last time I saw it was at the Grove opening night. That's the last time I have I saw a similar fondness for that. Like I do for the prequels in that I recognize it's not just a flawed movie, but it doesn't really work, but there's like a nostalgia and just the fix of a new mm -hmm. star Wars or indie means a lot. Even if it's bad, I still get a, like a fix out of it. It's weird. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm excited to revisit it just sort of like now with no expectations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to send you this article that David or like the critic wrote about that movie being about family and you'll watch it in a whole new light. It's pretty well, great. Yeah. I mean, there is family stuff in here. What's a little kind of confused about it is 
that's when Willie you did you do wish she had like some dimension because the idea like that when they're all in the jungle together uh during this trek and they stop it's more like indie short round father's son yeah and if Willie just was like in a funny way, didn't want to eat the food, just not in an outright, like right. just find that how that's funny. And like, but for her screaming around at animals, it's just like, Oh, well this could complete some nice little, like the family thing you're going yeah. for. If she wasn't like the big sister and Indy's now the divorced dad who's adopting right. two stepkids or whatever. Yeah. It just doesn't. Uh, I know she was redeemed when she puts her hand in to pull the lever to save them. Yeah. Like, cause those bugs are gross. Yeah. And she, well, she heard, uh, they are going to die yeah. for some reason too. I, I <laughs> really cued in at the end when she says she's from Missouri, she's going back to Missouri. And when you kind of think 1930s, Missouri, all of this makes sense. She's just like a farm oh, girl. You know? Yeah, she's overcompensating. Marion's like a, a Walter Elias Disney, you know? Uh, what? Main Street, USA, yeah. Missouri. That's I think a, also a real bio of Kate Ketchup. Really? She's from Missouri. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Well, like Marion feels very street smart and, you know, she's worldly. She's been around with Abner Ravenwood around the world, globe trotting. Mm, right. And I think Willie probably did regional theater, ended up on Broadway, and then. A residency in Shanghai? <laughs> or, yeah. or no, they're not in Shanghai. Where are they? Are yeah. they? What's that? Where where is Club Obi-Wan? Where are they? In they're our in hearts. China, it's in our right? hearts. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um but yeah, with Will, I mean, I obviously the argument you could why it's a bummer is Marion is just like so her own person who can do her own thing and yeah. is like uh can work side by side with Indy in conjunction and who wouldn't want a gal like that. Yeah. And then when you see, you know, you could, this is like definite, a third wave feminism perspective. You could go, well, Hey, maybe this isn't um, a misogynistic portrayal of a woman. It is like, yeah, these movies can do any portrayal, any woman. You got a woman like Marion and this one like likes jewels and pretty dresses. Yeah, right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. And when she's thrown into an adventure with Indiana Jones, that's the character she is. Like, I buy all that. That's yeah. you know. And I mean, I don't, you know, when 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 she's like in it and Indy's like, I'm you know, I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut the ropes on the bridge, and she's just like Oh, oh and then she like you know wraps God. up and like, yes. like okay, here we go. I'm oh, like, that's how I would feel. Yes, yeah. you're speaking to oh, that's exactly it, man. It's like when I watched Temple of Doom recently, the last time I was like, Oh, she's supposed to be the character in the movie who's responding to everything. Yeah. And if you just have like snakes get cut up and other snakes pour out and Mary and just kind of shrugs. Right. This stuff doesn't work unless you right. have like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause you kind of have that with Sapito in the opening, the Alfred Molina part yeah. in the opening and a, and a little, you get that throughout with Marcus and such. And yeah. then short round gets to be a part of all that fun stuff too. Like he's yeah. not, uh, that scene, uh, man, when he is, when he is trying to get Indiana Jones to snap out of it, Oh, oh, breaks my heart. Indy, I love you. Yeah. Best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God, yeah, yeah. So, me too. And the shot. Oh, God. This is when I was just noticing these Spielberg shots of short rounds in frame and profile. You see Indy's torso and he puts the Yankee ball cap on short round, then kneels down to him. And you don't know that short rounds holding Indy's hat and he brings it up and puts it on him mm. all in one shot. Ah. It's so great. Yeah. Oh. 
You're making me realize, though, I do wish there was um, like a little action. A smaller set piece. A smaller child next to short round. Yeah. That, shorter round. That he, that he holds. Shorter round. <laughs> Mama's little baby loves short round, short round. Uh, between when they land in the village until the... Uh, they get to the palace. Fight in the palace when he, yeah, yeah when they get yeah. to the palace and he's fighting the thuggy and it's, mm-hmm. there's not much action. What no, it yeah. should be is that fight in the palace where that guy's standing in the shadows against the mural yeah. should be while he's in the village that like the thuggy assassin comes to kill him there. Yes. And that's what sets him on the trail. So it happens earlier. Plus you get some action earlier. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, this time, instead of set against a mural, it's a wall of mud like Rambo and his eyes just pop open. I love that little guy coming out of the mural. Oh, it's that's, so that's good. cool. So good. And the way he dies in the ceiling. It's all the the like, I guess you'd call them gags kind of like in the stunt terminology of the way someone dies or a way a stunt is presented almost as a mini set piece mm-hmm. in itself. There are so many good gags in this movie. The, yeah. Just the, the kebab, the, the guy getting hanged in the ceiling fan and, mm-hmm. and the guy pole vaulting at him and getting the, thrown the gun off. rolling. As yeah. It's getting shot. Yeah. I think is a great side. And then the yeah. ultimate, the bridge cutting the bridge. Oh, it's so man. simple and so visceral and thrilling. And yeah. Yeah. Or a small moment when, uh, uh, the hammer gets thrown. Yes. It, that it just bonks yeah. the guy. Over and that's one of those guys where you, you're kind of like, is he actually part? Like, is he an evil thuggy or is he like a conscripted, conscripted worker? Cause yeah, he's not, does he like, have a dressed- soccer team? He should be coaching right now for his daughter, <laughs> but he's, <laughs> drink some blood some bad blood um yeah and then uh they get to that little gross feast i also it's like when they're when they're in the mine and the guy's whipping the children mm-hmm. i'm just like well, why would you have children doing this they're all tiny mm-hmm. they can't really mine that fast mm-hmm. is it because they can you're not they can get in working little harder crevices. not smarter that guy they can get into little crevices he's getting himself very angry yeah. And he should have just had all these, you know, adult males that seem to be around. Yeah, you're right. And, and stealing people's children where they're going children. to be a lot more <laughs> questions yeah, yeah. than. Uh, oh, then they start talking together and then, you know, it's more annoying than children. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to deal with all those kids with their teenagers. Oh, like, oh, boy, oh, I want to get out of the cave tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the whole thing though of going into a cave that's hidden in a wall I mean I know that's like the thing in Temple of Doom it's like the coolest shit in the world a hidden temple and tunnels and stuff like Fraggle Rock you know yes 80s was big on the (laughs) there's something going down on tunnels yeah big on subterranean fun the way that that thing (laughs) opens with the Pressing the breasts. I know that's not the like lever you're supposed to press, but just another Spielberg moment. Yeah, that's that so good. that is that scene is sequence is really that just made me remember fondly Naked Gun when Leslie Nielsen remember fondling. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I love that whole little thing where they're waiting for each other. Yeah, that's such. They're a prepping. He's checking his breath. The their dialogue with each other. That's all fantastic, and it's probably like Indian. Willie at their best, yeah. like my favorite scene of theirs. No. Um, and then, oh, short round, just to give credit where credit's due, like he could have totally been the Jake he, Lloyd. Yeah, Jake, <laughs> he, he could have been like the Ewok from the previous year of the movie where people are like, 
they fucking tried to make this for kids and add this cute like right yeah. right it right. speaks so much to that character and the performance yeah. that there ain't one single complaint ever yeah. about people being like oh short round he's so annoying what an yeah. annoying kid you like love short round right it's probably because you're a kid when you watch it and you're like, God, it'd be awesome if Indiana Jones is my dad. Yeah. It's, it's why it's sad bad. then when he's trying yeah. to like get him out of yeah. his thing. It's like when you see your dad be sad, you're like, what do I, can I do? To? Speaking of that, I saw my dad's reflected so soundly back at me when they're on the conveyor belt and he beats the big guy and he screams at short round with that pointing to short round, stop. Fooling around with that kid and get. <laughs> that is exactly how my dad. My was dad moment. This speaks to my dad. My dad moment that it reflects is when they're in the little, the spikes coming down. Uh-huh. And he goes, just don't. Yeah. Just. Yes. Stand back yeah. against the wall. It was like almost temper lost. Oh. <sighs> you know what? I'm a nice guy. He reins just it put in. your pocket, the hands in your no. pocket, and just stand back against the wall. My dad would be stand against the goddamn wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it leads to short rounds, hilarious thing. And well, this spike scene is like my favorite sequence in yeah. Temple of Doom. One of my top three sequences in all indie movies yeah. uh, is when. <laughs> After the short round does that, he stands back and he's like, you told me. I know. You told me. It's such a funny oh. like family. And then the music kicks in again, the same music. Oh, it's the it's, best. It's and like, then you have that going against the whole, I mean, it is Willie at her funniest. The like having to put her hand oh. in the thing and be like, oh my God. Like, uh, no, you're both right. That read, that Harrison Ford read of we're going to die. We are going to die. And then he does like a little mug so at the end. Yeah. Funny. And then, yeah, it is like, uh, for me, it is like the the set piece of Temple of Doom because it is also Temple of Doom. It's like, really, the action is like funny. It's just yeah. like such a funny, like you're laughing the whole time that like the, the way they argue, the way it like fires up again. You know, what's interesting about this movie, uh, the climax, which I guess is the is the minecart chase, right? Sort of. I mean, that's the, yeah. big, the biggest set piece yeah. they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about the biggest set piece in a view to a kill, not the bridge, but the, the underground yeah. mine uh-huh. with yeah. all the water coming at him. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on there? It goes <laughs> underground mine to bridge. Yeah. And that one and too. Both, oh, both my being goodness. shot in England, spies on set. Interesting. Who knows? Wuhan, that guy. <gasps> He shoots Indy. He goes to work probably on him. View to a Kill. He's like, you know what they're doing? Hey, I just worked on uh, Tubby. I just I'm listening. <laughs> they're doing a mine chase with a bunch of water coming through. Oh, really? Okay. It's not too late. We can turn it around. Let's do it. They got Grace Jones. I mean. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> Let me call them up and see if they can leave the set standing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, yeah, we got this <laughs> spike and then we get to see the big ritualistic lava pit set. That set's incredible. Yeah. And I like that little interstitial matte painting thing that happens when they just. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The caverns. The cavern, the, like, the walk stalactites from and yeah. whatever the geography of this fucking bonkers place <laughs> is, know. which is like you go through a statue into a tight corridor into a giant cave that then brings you down lower into a All a, a lava surrounding uh, an active volcano? Or Correct. What, what is happening yes. here? Yeah. Yes. But like the magic they show in this, you know, the fact that that guy's still going with his heart in his hand 
Yeah. It's like, that's real spooky shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's something if the Nazis had. Yeah. Right. Oh boy. Right. They got their hands on those. You know, this is probably things. a prequel mostly too, because they were like, eh, if we, if it's a sequel, people are going to wonder why he's not fighting Nazis. <laughs> that's true. Just like you know? we were asking about America. Yeah. 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 Like, so, I mean, when you think about it, 1936 <laughs> is even early to be fighting Nazis. Sure. Yeah. Raiders wow. was. I mean, uh, they have MP40s in that movie and the MP40 is named after the year 1940. What are we doing? No, there? we these know. I mean, idiots. yeah. These we fucking idiots. Them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like when Marty McFly is playing a ES-345, which didn't come out till 1959. Did it's you true. see my new ES-339? I did. Look at that. Yeah. Wait, you got thirty nine as in thirty nine? No, oh. no. As in it's, a, it's, it's the Lil. It's the Lil body. Yeah. L I L. Yeah, that's my new baby. That's cool. Beautiful. Yeah. I was really just thinking about this setup, just like while you guys were talking. I was like, oh, he's really got everything except a single coil. And then I was like, oh, I bet that Ibanez taps the coils. Yeah, and it, that's why you got everything you need. I, I'm that Ibanez is that's the David. Well, Koresh hey, you got four guitar. guitars here. Which one of the indie <laughs> the movies is each guitar? Well, I've got five. So, oh, five. Okay, whoa, good question. Well, now, okay, so which one is the Sakara Stones? Each of the five. No, no, it's more fun to do the indie. That nylon string is my like first real main guitar. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. first love. So, so in prequel order, Temple Doom. Yes, you got it. That's Raiders. <laughs> the Koresh Spesh has to be Temple of Doom because it was also the second one I got. And it's the cult, you know. I mean, Children, Flames. David Koresh. And it yeah. lines up. Uh, and then uh, Last Crusade. Crystal. Oh, God. Last Crusade is maybe uh, the the ES339. Yeah. Just because it's I'm beautiful. with you on that. And then the resonator would probably. That's the dial of destiny because it's got the like dial of destiny. Oh, I, see. I can't do that to my beautiful Taylor. Can't be Crystal Skull. But you, you love Crystal Skull. I, you I said don't it's your favorite. It. I, I How do you it, like, get by with thirty six less guitars than me? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Good as I question. always, as I always say to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all do different things. Don't worry, I have a shitty Samic bass in that seat below you. Oh, oh really? nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rumble seat. <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, then they go into that big temple yeah. of the and dog. Digging back into that um program I got on the night of seeing this. I remember there was some behind the scenes stuff this, on this how feels they built like it. Something the theater manager did in Matt's hometown. No, he, and it's not you could, buy, you could buy. They were bought at the concession stand. I have the Return of the Jedi one too. Again, right on, but you probably yeah. saw it at the similar theater. So maybe that manager I, transferred. Same theater. That's <laughs> oh, it's true. the same manager. He's he's typing these up at home. <sighs> but if I remember correctly he's binding them himself. <laughs> that lava pit when they're lowering the model guy down, the mm -hmm. victim. If I remember correctly it was lit, but it was laundry detergent or like soap detergent soap that they lit underneath oh. with like I think that's the best effect it. of the movie is it's that so good lava there and uh I mean it's so funny then that the heart thing freaked me out because it is so bloodless and simple yeah. it's just like a hand going to do like a slit and oh, it reminded me of like all the best Nightmare on Elm Street Yes. Yeah, practical effects. Yeah, and the closing is like shot in reverse. Yeah, and, but know. it also does the uh, thing of like you could just tell it's like Elstree Studios, Elstree Studios, yeah. Elstree Studios. And then when it goes into the close-up of taking it, it's like ILM yeah. in North <laughs> Northern California. Like the same way. Spielberg's pool. <laughs> it's similar to when... 
It was Thelma's uh, pool. Luke and Who's Darth. Pool? It was and, Thelma's pool. The editor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've looked Whatever. up that house on. You could like. Oh yeah, for oh, sale. Is man. the pool still there? Uh huh. And they're like, this was Vera Miles' house, and the editing bay was is still the her <gasps> editing room by the pool is still constructed. There. If that came up for sale, would you? Well, here's the thing: to own it, you have to be a shark. Oh, oh, and I'm a jet, so I can't. That is a problem. <laughs> oh. Spielberg talk. Yeah. Wait, do you think he had a natural inclination towards the Jets on West Side Story? <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's of the of shark. Boss. Yeah. Or when he's like, I want to do West Side Story. I'm like, you can't give up shark movies. What is it? <laughs> and we're not going to show the sharks until well into the movie. He feels he feels so bad about making Jaws. He feels like he killed a lot of sharks accidentally. That's what it is. Oh, you know. Yes. Yeah. Which also weirdly, Peter Benchley. That's a like Peter Benchley was like regretted really? writing Jaws because of the negative connotation it then had on sharks. Like people would hunt sharks and that's the same uh, thing, but that, you know what? They made the best movie ever. So I, I remember down, that guys. too, with Friday the 13th, that a lot of hockey goalies were killed after killed. that movie. Yeah. They were hunted and killed for their, for their masks. Yes. Like horny teenagers. Yes. We got to get him before he gets us. Yeah. Oh, that would be a good concept. Hey, scream six has a little touch of it. Okay. The horniest teenagers. <laughs> Indiana quite. Jones and the horniest teenager. And about. it's the that's girl with wrong. the love you. I've only now just felt our ages, and it's kind of gross that we're talking yeah. about horny teenagers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're very old. Not- <laughs> I was a horny teenager once. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, Mola Ram, uh, he's the baddie. I think, as I said in the Raiders thing, I do think it, you didn't need the kid, you could have just had. The dignitary guy or the diplomat Shut guy. Her law. The prime minister. Be also the guy who's entirely working with Molaram. And there's a there is a deleted scene that was filmed where during the whole scuffle with Indy Molaram lays an egg. Yeah, and then he catches it <laughs> two of them and Bat- Batmobile gets away. <laughs> she runs back into the palace and runs into him, and they oh, take her right. and then bring her back in. Wait, uh, wait, say this again. There's a deleted scene that after those guys, uh, you know, when she's like looking down at Indy and then the temple guys pop up. Yeah. I think they take her out of the temple back into the palace. They talk to that guy, the um, chatter loud. Yeah. Um, And then I only that's when they bring her back in to do the uh, ritual of putting her down. But it just added a little bit more to him how he's a bad guy. What were they? Oh, so he was revealing. So, okay. So it's like a, a monologue for a villain to her kind of thing, like a bond villain. Yeah. And whatever the reveal, his connection. So you don't get it later when he pops up during the ritual and you're yeah, like, it's Oh, okay. He must be. Wait. So I only remember that guy's name because the mad magazine parody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, his name was, was chatter low and he would mumble. That's like every time they did every, every time they did Star Trek, it was the exit prize instead of the Enterprise. Oh, God. <laughs> I just was like, oh, you've bro. done it again, Mad Magazine. And speaking of Bond monologuing villains, did you notice this time when Molaram is kind of monologuing to uh, Indiana Jones when he's pinned down and they're going to convert him? And he's stroking the hair on his little shrunken head. He's holding his like horned helmet and he's just like a Blofeld's cat. Like he's just that stroking. Is true. Yeah. A couple other things I noticed when Chatterlow gets pinned under that wheel and 
ostensibly dies. Mm. There's a wide shot after that where he's kind of crawling around and not mm. dead. And then they cut back and he's still and lying down, but you never see that guy die. So. It speaks to how oh. kind of flimsy of the baddies are that you'd go like, oh, yeah. what happened to him? And oh, that kid just kind of like maybe this being is the bad. dial of destiny. Oh, <laughs> and the worst, worst escape of a villain, I think, in any movie is Molaram when they just cut to that weird long ways trap door that is so unwieldy that he has to. Do you know what I'm talking about in front of the altar? And I know what just you're talking about. I think it's awesome. So I'm do? like shocked and, and outraged that you would well, he goes from question how cool it is. Full, full, fully erect to the next cut is he's lying down and the <laughs> yep. dummy just falls through this thing. It, it's it is so true. Weird. They do that because like you wouldn't want to see just like a guy in a big robe trying to like slowly <laughs> get down to his knees and then lay he, on yeah. his back. It just seems, why not just have a regular trap door that he just falls through? Why is it that weird? Look, it felt are, like a toy. That, that's, you can't, you cannot like make this cave to your own desires. They're just using the practical <laughs> set they're on. Which is, this is the only way a trap door is going to fit here. <laughs> okay. I am satisfied. That's Thank the, you. um, the awkwardness of a performer having to like lay on their back and then like go down that thing reminded me, uh, uh, you know, I went to a Catholic school and in <laughs> seventh or eighth grade, we had to do these little scene reenactments from the Bible just for a class of like 22 kids that were in the room. And we did the Abraham's sacrifice of Jacob. I think I'm getting these wow, names right. Way but, ahead of me. He's like, you know, he's going to do it. He's going to sacrifice. And then God goes, yes, yeah, the classic story. A, it was so cool of you that you're about to do that. You don't have to do it. You're in A plus in my book because you're a psycho. And, uh, bro, bro, thanks. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> the end. Pause. You proved yourself. <laughs> So I was the kid who Jacob, uh, who was getting, who was supposed to lay on the slab yeah. on the altar to be. Second. This is fucking crazy. So we were when talking. You I know. It. When it you think weird, about right? it, and then is, somebody's. You can't watch Temple of Doom, but they'll do this to kids. <laughs> no, my family loved Temple of Doom. We yeah. watched. Not, oh, but you're saying PG thirteen rating? Well, the church. Yeah. 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 So um, um, <laughs> yes, that's the worst thing the Catholic Church ever did to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. The parallels of, yeah, the, this, uh, the Catholic Church oh, and the no. Temple of Doom are pretty uh, rich. Oh. Um, but the, uh, oh, so I had to lay on my back mm -hmm. to do on the altar. And then somebody's reading what the story is. And then me and the d guy playing the dad, I think my friend Ryan, are like reenacting it. And, you know, around like sixth or seventh grade, it's not like your penis is big it's just bigger than what it was and, and what it's <laughs> oh, doing sure. where is this and, heading and how your pants fit it's just all new territory yeah. and we could talk about it hey i'll go up i'll lay on my back you do the thing but once i got up there and had to get on a table and lay sure. on my back with my guys imagine that you wouldn't even like to do that as a grown-up i didn't do yeah. it right now in front of you i stopped halfway I'm like, oh, this is awkward this is vulnerable you clearly see the outline of your penis. so then i started yeah. doing that thing i was laid on my back but i kind of like was folding up my yeah, thighs yeah. to cover yeah. up and like kind of let the weakest v-shape cover up the were crotch. you in a robe uh, 
No, I was wearing my school clothes. Okay, okay. Do you think the real Jacob did this <laughs> yeah, during like, the Dad, sacrifice? You don't understand. He's like, I don't understand. I Boy, don't do I. Uh, but I remember a couple of my friends in the classroom that started laughing because they knew clearly what was going on. I was like, oh, this is a nightmare for Rusty. That's like the time Carl Burkle had to read the word organism and read orgasm and everyone laughed and he went, what? <laughs> Hey, what about the girl who was doing a, 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 a talking about Ireland and she pronounced pubs as pubes? Oh, that's a pretty good day. Going to my local pub. Had some good times. That <laughs> that knows those were some good times. It's like I mean, honestly, I can't remember anything like that from my childhood. I feel like. Uh, God, I didn't have it as good as you guys. <laughs> Gross yeah, we, mispronunciations of, of words. Yeah. I went to Catholic school too. Hey, really? I never had to lay down flat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you missed that. How many times is that? Uh, that's it. Um, the uh, the snake. We remember this was my Rusty's lookout for this at the end. <laughs> yes. Did you guys notice the it little snakehead right? kind of moves? Yeah. After he takes it, the the stones. And he takes his hat off and he kind of goes like, I doffed my cap too, snakey. I always forget this. Yeah. When he walked away, the little snake statue turns a little bit. Yeah. And there's speculation on the indie fan boards okay. that that's like some sort of like periscope situation. That's like, he, me, 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 uh, he took the stones. Now, this when is I was a straight kid, out of a G.I. Joe cartoon. When <laughs> I was a kid and I saw the snake move, I'd go, that's, uh, it's like the beginning of Raiders when you take the yeah. thing and then yeah. the thing starts going down. Yeah, like yeah. this is activated by right. him doing this and it must be then, I guess, alerting. So I get, I didn't think of the periscope technology, but the idea that, did you guys see it? It's dumb. It's weird. I've, I don't know watched, why. I've looked for that before, but this time I always. I always thought it. it was just an acknowledgement on the snake statues part. Of Indiana Jones's braveness. <laughs> no, I think it's a, it's a message of like, I'm not going to deal with there you now, goes. but in a He's year, <laughs> some of my buddies, you're going to have to answer to some of my buddies in a different part of the world. Mies. Why did it have to be Mies? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Nazis and it turns out you're talking about snakes. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Indy gets caught. Yeah. And Fed the transferred over. Mm -hmm. um, and it works, which is like the crazy yeah. thing, too. Because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's just Indiana Jones, just pretending because right. he doesn't buy into this hocus pocus mumbo jumbos. Yeah. Yeah. But then it really affected him. Yeah. You're I'm like, right. oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's real. I've never really thought about, I've thought about it with the other ones about like, oh, this, I guess this is really. <laughs> That they can really pull a chest out and the yeah. guy survives. And I mean, the fact can... that like this is like, again, every time I people bring up the fact that it's alien, I'm like, look at this other shit. Yeah, that doing. at least look at this other a shit little bit more scientifically plausible. Right. Sure. Crystal yeah. Skull is the most believable. And I know I don't need to tell you guys that yeah, because you're big into Crystal Skull. I can't wait to get to this movie and just hear your experience with aliens. And Our Crystal knowledge. Skulls. Yeah. Your knowledge. Sorry. Yeah. Our wisdom. Just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just how we know the truth and you obviously don't, but, <laughs> but yeah, that it is funny that uh, like two years later and he's like, that's all horse shit. Like, Dude, you drank blood and it made you a different person. Maybe you don't remember. You watched a heart come out. It does make me like sad. that short round is not in the other movies. I know. Yeah. What, what's why, happening? Why during wouldn't they, the, you last bring Crusade? Sala back for dial of destiny. Right. You don't, 
bring Kihi Kwan back. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm bring sure them all the, I'm back. Sure the studio's like, fuck, we should have done that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yep. know. They if missed it just been a there. year later. I bet you get the been... feeling with John Reese Davies, they kind of wheeled him in and he's just standing in one place for that airport scene. I don't think he's really going to be in the movie that much, you know? He's not going to oh, be on Oh, you know, I didn't adventure. watch the new trailer. Oh, I haven't watched the new trailer. No. Because I, but what surprises. I won't say anything. No, it's not because you, you didn't ruin it. Well, now we know he's fucking standing. Well, no, he's in the, you watched the teaser. I knew he was Yeah, but I didn't know he was standing. He could have been sitting in that scene. That's true. Spoilers. Oh, I was And I didn't know he was going to be as old as shit. Why did you ruin it? I was going to say we could talk about that trailer, but you guys, all you care about is your crystal skulls. All right. It takes a lot of focus and a lot of energy to learn more. <laughs> I mean, they harness all energy. And focus. But we can agree that Mac is the greatest Indiana Jones character we've ever had. Certainly. Okay. okay. The whole time you're just like, wow, what a number they've done on him. Yeah. Yeah. They've bring, really... bring Mac back. <laughs> Do another. Bring Mac back. Mac attack. Mac attack. We need the Mac attack. Why isn't they talk about all the missions Henry and Mac went on. Indian Mac yeah. went on. Let's see some of those. Young Ray Winstone. Come on. All right, let's wrap this cross. up. It's we got to cross. the now we're at the mine chase. Yep, yep. The because uh, right, he gets out of the thing. I do like the little when they get Willie out of the cage. I think that's some good suspense when it's going up and down. Yeah. And it's fine. And, and then, she slaps him. The miniatures, the miniature work to me now looks a lot like uh, when they would build uh, models of rides at. Disney, I love it. It's like and put a lipstick camera in there. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, but like that's now it just it feels so miniature to me now. In that little program, they had like a thirty-five millimeter camera mounted on a little um, mine car wheel that would just follow stop motion and they'd take pictures. I love it. That's so good. And the special effects was uh, the team uh, at ILM had a young, I think like nineteen-year-old David Fincher. Working on oh, uh, working wow. on visual. Didn't he work on Jedi as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he did. Those were the two ILM things, and then he popped over to music videos and stuff. Oh, wow. But um, yeah, that mind card. Yeah, you can see the miniatures and the. But it's yeah, it has a charm. We talked, I think, about the sort of hey, if you got problems with the fridge. Look no further than the uh, mine car going over and landing perfectly exactly. on a gap of track. And I do. I'm on record. I do not have problems with the fridge. I don't have problems with the fridge. I, in fact, the first oh, no. third of that movie, it's pretty good. First third of the movie is pretty good. Be- yeah, I feel like the, the beginning opening is really through good. the sure. pr- to the library. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the. I would imagine it had to be pretty cool to see that in a theater. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Especially that's like the point of the movie where it's like, wow, it's, they're still going. It's like a, a escalating the action. Like, cause there's no, <laughs> let's get quiet and talk and feel parts after that. Like None. after he None. gets out of the trance, yeah. it's just like yeah. action from beginning to end. And then don't take the left tunnel and, I always love that that mine car, that whoever built that for mining, built it like a roller coaster with dips and gravity falls. That's so true. It was supposed to, they were going to do that in Disneyland Paris. They were going to, that was what their Indiana Jones ride was going to be. Why didn't they build for that? I know. Like you go now and it's like, it is a roller coaster. It's called, I forget what it's called. 
So it's some temple name. Is uh-huh. it? It's the view, it's, view to get, a kill and, right and now. The, they're mine cars. You get in them, and they're mine cars. But it's outside. Oh. So it's just like and you're on like this. You're on. It's a roller coaster. I, yeah, no, are you guys a, are are you fans of the indie ride? I I'm not. I don't. Uh, know. I, I find it to be like clumsy and kind of. Well, it recently uh, underwent a, 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 a long four month refurbishment. And wasn't Ooh. it like much better? And then they had to like pull back a bunch of fire and stuff like, didn't it get kind of yes. like, tamed? For- and then there was the falling debris that was made with the, with the dry ice machine, with the no, an ice machine and the ice machine kept rusting. And like that broke down very shortly after the, oh. the ride came out. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for when we do an episode about that ride. It's yeah, ride. I, I the ride. love the ride. You do. Yeah. Um, I, I love the pre-show of the ride. That I like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the line. Yeah. Yeah. Where and it is how John. Can say that about many roads, right? I know, that's true. It's weird because it's John Reese davies and he talks to Karen Allen as Karen. What? But they're also, <laughs> yeah. I never noticed that. That's yeah. so funny. But uh, Wait, where? She's in it? She's in it too, yeah. Karen and Allen's he, in the pre-show. And he calls her Karen? Yeah. But is he doing his solo accent? Yes. It's it's so weird. That's perfect. That's my favorite theme park shit. I always uh, heard that story that they wanted Harrison Ford, and he said he had a really high price, but for charity, and Disney wouldn't pay it. So and, they got. And then it was also he said there was like a rude trash can that didn't say hello to him <laughs> previously. Listen, <laughs> now he's out. I'll do it if the trash can talks to me. <laughs> Get rid of the trash can, and I'll do it. No way, man. That's Matt. He's our bread and butter. <laughs> he makes Disney go. But yes, the guy who was uh, making the mines, he definitely uh, was also going home and playing a roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Having a good time. Yeah. Decided some coasties. Yeah, coasties. Uh, there's lots of great little cause and effect things with a beam in front of it, the, the track switching. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I love when Short Round ducks out the guy and the guy grabs onto the mine car and then he walks up him. And then the look on that guy's face is like, you can do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you guys know that book that's like, fortunately, unfortunately, have you ever read that no, book no. to your kids? It's like, unfortunately, he fell out of the plane. Fortunately, he had a parachute. Unfortunately, the parachute had a hole. That's just like oh, all. That's Indiana a fun mechanism. Jones yeah. Yes. It's yeah. just always that's fortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think it reaches its peak of like funny, fortunately, unfortunately, when it becomes like verbalized to water, 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 water. then water comes. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and then, uh. Yeah, water is a tough effect. Like when they're standing on that cave, they're in broad daylight now, yeah. which is already tricky. And then like oh, yeah, that when they're is... standing there and that water comes out, it's iffy. Yeah. I feel like um, that movie got a little... ILM was a little ahead of their skis. They thought they could do stuff or something that... I think they were overwhelmed at the time. They were doing too many different things. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. But they got an Oscar for it. So yeah. what do I know? I do think it's like some shift between... Because that's the same summer. You mentioned Ghostbusters. That insanely came out the same day as Gremlins, Ghostbusters wow, and Gremlins, the same summer as Temple of Doom. Yeah. Um, the my theory of like everything has like seven years. So if you go like Star Wars seventy seven to Temple of Doom eighty four, that's like the Lucas Spielberg era. After this, they wouldn't ever really kind of make a movie that was like socially irresponsible like this mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of like wicked. And yeah. But then also that summer, you could make the argument that Gremlins and Ghostbusters were more the templates for blockbusters for the next seven years, more than yeah. 
people weren't like making Indiana Jones, Spielberg, Lucasy things. They were kind of doing this like Ghostbusters Gremlins thing of like genre splicing of like you could do comedy and par- uh, yeah. paranormal comedy and monsters, and it then becomes like the next seven years is post. Well, what does Spielberg? What does Spielberg make in that time period? So after that, he makes a color purple, the color purple, oh, wow. Empire of the Sun, mm-hmm. Always. Oh man, Hook. Last Crusade's dropped there in the middle, but it was definitely Ooh, that, like he was out in the... That uh, run of three movies, they always talk about how late Spielberg is. He's kind of lost a step a little, but that... Well, then George Lucas goes completely into the <laughs> yes, w- wilderness. Uh, Howard the Duck, insane. And then doesn't direct anything, obviously, you know, for like years. But then even and then, like, kind of goes into hibernation. It's just like ILM becoming a better... Yeah, uh, CD-ROM company. Yeah, uh, they made some great games. Lucas Arts. Hey, the Maniac Mansion, right? Wasn't that a beloved? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is definitely. Um, I don't think they get as like a uh, bonkers as this. It seems to be like kind of leaving it on the table. Yeah. Um, but the then, bridge, the bridge scene's terrifying. I will say that it's so great. Yeah, I even love that. At some point, it looks like it cuts to, I don't know if it's like 16 millimeter grainy film because are they out on the bridge with handheld cameras and that's why they couldn't have a certain film stock, but you can feel the film stock change. I love that film stock change when he's on the bridge, whatever, like the shadow definition that happens on his body and face. I'm like, I'd love a Indiana Jones movie that looked, had that, whatever that grit. I noticed it too. It's like 70s looking. Uh, I remember coming back from like, Swimming at the pool, at the public pool, coming back to the Jennery's house. They had HBO. You said you watched it on HBO. And we turn it on and it's just during the bridge thing. And we're like doing that post-swim snack that tastes so good. Like wet hair and or wet trunks and watching like the bridge scene. I was like, it is like a true like, oh, nothing got better after that. (laughs) I was revolutionary with those dummies because every movie prior to this would just drop still dummies and they built these dummies with pneumatic limbs that were like in their resting state wanted to kick you you know ironically but they had little kill switches that were plugged into them so when they fell from the bridge those switches would pull out and the circuit would connect or whatever or the the valve would release and those things would start kicking that's like those little scuba steves you could basically like wind up and then their legs yeah exactly yeah (laughs) and and when those wide shots I mean, it just looks like real people falling. It's, it's so good. Yeah. The bridge scene is like the one that I maybe out of all the Indiana Jones movies where I watch it. I'm like, I really don't know how they did some of this. Like Cause they stuff. did it. <laughs> they yeah, really and did but it. If you look at the location, it's really funny because it's a completely dry riverbed. It's only like oh, yeah. that many feet above. Like it is all tricks that they use to make oh. it look bigger and you know deeper and oh it's so great it's the so same great. tricks i use <laughs> Hold on, lady, we're going for a ride oh my god yeah very yeah, funny crazy and then did you guys all stand up and cheer when the british empire came in and yes. saved the day Obviously. yeah the real heroes of the indiana jones <laughs> it's like when the marines come at the end of a james bond movie. i know it really is it really is yeah that's true. Yeah, yep. yeah. And it's the guy from The Shining. We haven't even mentioned that. Yeah, so the guy who was earlier in the dinner scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, it speaks to how thin that character is. That like when he shows up at the Tumble Doom, I don't think many people at the theater were like, yeah, the guy yeah. from the dinner's back. I was. I was like, oh, he survived the gross foods. <laughs> the new Marcus. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> this movie has found its Brody. 
Um, and, and he that, should have been flipping out more about those snakes being on the dinner table and realizing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy can't get out of haunted large uh, <laughs> structures. Oh, that re- <laughs> uh, uh, this re- reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you guys have gotten to see it yet, but for you two as Indiana Jones fans or for any of the listeners who are Indiana Jones fans, this is uh, um, you got to watch Dig Man. D I G M E A N. No, I saw the billboard for that. Co-created by uh, Neil Campbell, my buddy of twenty plus years, and uh, co-created with Andy Samberg. There's four episodes out so so far. You you watch them on Comedy Central after South Park. It is the funniest show, and also legit great adventure stories. Like the 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 uh, MacGuffins are really cool. And the villains have like really legit, great genre backstories and stuff. Oh, so uh, I saw the billboard for that and I was like, oh, of course. Why has anyone done that? Already? I know. I know. It is the big like, oh, my God, this should have. This yeah. is the best. And it, particularly for an animated series, because yeah. you can go anywhere, do anything, draw anything. It's I amazing. And it's just spectacularly uh, funny. Check so it out. People should check it out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, well, then uh, Molaram falls to his head hitting cliffside death eaten by alligators i think he made it <laughs> when he comes back and dial yeah, destiny yeah. you're like come on he could have survived missing that. two limbs yeah. <laughs> what if the villagers went on the search for the missing sunkar stones and then they got all evil and stole their own children Ooh, Tois. he goes back to the village and already all the plants have regrown how long were they gone uh well, there was a deleted scene where you show um, they get a plank of wood across the temple lava pit uh-huh. and let the kids run across. Right. And then once they get across the makeshift bridge, they made like falls apart. And so now Indy, Willie, and Short Round are stuck on the other side. And uh-huh. that's when they go get on the minecart. Yeah. Meanwhile, the kids are fixing all the plants at the, at the village. They've run away. I see. I, I never asked once, like when they start running across the table in the palace, like how they got out. I never thought about the lava pit. I guess that's why they cut the scene. It didn't necessarily. Yeah. But having that little bit would maybe just give an extra bit of like. Yeah. Well, they're on a whole other side of the bridge. But the, the kids like, so like when you'd get picked up at the museum by the school bus, you kind of all like wait outside. Like are all the kids just waiting for Indy and Willie and short round to show up so that they can all do this. Like so great, what's happening? They are they bringing to. an elephant or what? Yeah. Cause they get, Indian Willie and Short Round get to the village before the kids do, even though the kids leave first. Yeah. So that means uh, Indiana Jones and like a complete first assistant director move is like, kids, yeah, want you to stand back there. <laughs> when we get over the hill, you start running. I'm sure. And when the kids went back, they had to We're go losing daylight. Let's way. go. <laughs> As Indy, do they go through the bugs and through the spike chamber back through the palace? Yes, they do. And the, the that means also the spike chamber goes up and down a few times and they yeah. have to deal with that. Bum, bum, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So did we rate? We did. We time? out of the 007 Oh, scale. also short oh. round and uh, the elephant are best friends. With That's the, right. Oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so funny because it's like, well, he tells Indy that too. Yeah. Holy but, shit. But that was then, in, then he's like, oh God, Indiana Jones can change just by drinking some blood. This elephant will never change. But he says that first about the elephant. It's when they're getting on the elephant. He goes, ha, ha you're my best friend. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. right. And then he tells Indy, you're my best friend. 
I bet he mm. tells that to everyone. I don't like short round anymore. Yeah, he tells oh, everybody their best friend. Chatter Lau, you're my best friend. <laughs> when no! I was a kid, telling somebody there was my best friend was gave me the same butterflies as when I first tell somebody I love you. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm coming to see it. Yeah. I think this is the right time. Yeah. We're watching. We'll be friends for a while, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if my... I were to say, hey, you're my best friend, what would, what would you say? <laughs> Checkbox. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but yes, a ranking, a rating. Okay, so we all gave sevens, I'm assuming. Two Raiders, yeah, I okay. believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, this one for me, I'll go first because I'm probably going to be the lowest score of the bunch. <laughs> you look at the scale, right? So zero, seven, what's the middle? Three and a half. Oh, and you got to look just at just no, hang careful, on, hang on. Just I'm just saying, careful. I'm just letting everyone okay. know. Okay. Just let's look at the scale as it is. So if I were to say something like this gets a five. Okay. It's not as bad as it sounds. Yes. Well, it's above average. I understand. It's above average. I mean, if, you're, if you are the person who likes it the least or giving it a five, I can live with that. I think that that, that I will be the lowest score, but it is, it, it's, above, it's above the median of three and a half because of the performances in the film. Mm-hmm. And that Harrison Ford read, you're going to, we are going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just. Yeah. Full it star did. in itself. It's worth a point and a half. All right. Five uh, for me, for me yeah. uh, a six for me a six as well. Hey, so that's an average of a what five point seven or five point six. Now I'm hoping on six, some six. point fives that we can have at our disposal down the line. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. you, you're gonna need to utilize them as we. Yeah. Yeah. You can even go point two five if you need to. If you need to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you've heard it here. I cannot wait to sit down and discuss The Last Crusade with you guys. It's going to be fun. I yep. love that movie so much. And I love that you love it. I love the movie too, but I love that uh, oh, Matt yeah, loves it. I, love I it. like it too. Uh, Last Crusade was always the demo VHS I'd put in when I was setting up a surround sound. Well, not sur- like in high school. Yeah. I didn't have surround sound, but I, ex- I set up external speakers right. for my VCR. Yeah. Last stereo. Crusade was our... Uh, first indie tape that we owned on video and then do you remember Mike McDonald's like released videos once in like oh, 91 yeah. and 92 oh, and one yeah. of them was Temple of Doom and one of them was Back to the Future that's yes. funny they that's were great right. things it was Back to the Future Temple of Doom Ghost um, they were 99 cents is that what you said yeah you'd get them with your dinner they would like a happy meal uh yeah, but for grown-ups, it was like oh. Christmas time. This a is our gift yeah. meal. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the VHSs had the little McDonald's logo on the corner. Adam's family. Whoa, yeah. I bet those yeah, are yeah. really collectible. Yeah. I mean um, they probably but, they grade everything now. So if you have one of those unopened kids, oh, just man. go send it off to be graded. That's true. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was um I guess that's probably how a lot of people all right. Well join us sometime in the month of May for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> the luck crusade and then we'll be uh june for crystal skull and then dial of destiny comes out june 30th we'll see it and then probably yeah. do it shortly thereafter in the month of july and the fact that we're all grown men with small children yeah do we have a midnight screening in us <gasps> i will for this yeah i i May already. They're probably be, gonna do a preview Thursday, like yeah, seven p.m., eight p.m. Probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could. I, I betrothed like <laughs> my my longtime friend Jeremy and I will probably go see this, but you guys are more than welcome to join. Yeah, them. Jeremy Ooh. should come with all of us. Okay, I love that idea. Yeah, maybe he can even join us. You keep up your end of the bargain. 
Yeah. We'll get a fifth member and everybody can dress as their favorite Sakara stone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely a number two. I don't know what you guys are. Uh, I took the uh, test once, the quiz online. Which one did you get? He was like four, but I didn't want to. So you're one of the unfounds. Yeah. I wish I was one of them. I'm neither village nor first found. I'm just kind of middle, middle child Shankara stone. Matt, who are you? First found. Oh, wow. Yeah, hey, all right. Wow. Probably the best. <laughs> wow. Which crystal skull are you guys? The one uh, that's uh, just plastic and stuffed with cellophane? The one that controls knowledge. Okay. Not time. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.